I find that to be a very powerful definition of the word. In fact, I believe that this definition would help to explain the lives of many people. In other words, most of us operate from things that we have experienced in life. Whether those things were positive or negative, it gave us an experience that gave us a memory that hopefully gives us a mindset to operate properly in life, in the life of experience, in life of experiences we have. In a perfect world, in a perfect world, uh, if we could or would experience a matter that wasn't so good for us, that may have hurt us in some sort of way, may have caused some loss in some type of way, if, if we gained wisdom from that ordeal and because of the wisdom gained operated properly when those matters and matters like them presented themselves again, that would be awesome in, in, in a perfect world. But the problem is the world isn't perfect. And, 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 and just as the world isn't perfect, everyone that has experienced negative consequences in some area or another has not always operated wisely when those same situations or situations that resemble those experiences come through on the scenes of our lives again. In fact, one of the verses that we used earlier in this series uh, was uh, Proverbs 26, verse number 11. And, and, and uh, it says in Proverbs 26, verse number 11, as a dog returns to his own vomit, so a fool repeats his folly. Now, now, if, you, if you've ever had a dog uh, and, and, and the dog gets sick, and I used to breed, I used to breed pit bulls, and, and I would train them in Arabic so that no one else could control my dogs. You understand what I'm saying? And, and, and one thing about these dogs was no matter what uh, bloodline they were, they all did the same thing after they threw up. And if you ever had a dog and that dog got sick, especially if it was a stomach issue, most likely the dog would vomit. And if you think that a dog vomiting is nasty, then, then you will really lose your mind when you see the dog begin to lick up what it threw up. <laughs> and, 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 and when I say that, uh, I, I kind of felt it in the, in the atmosphere. Some of you were like, ugh, that's nasty. And, 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 and the thought of that, and, 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 and the thought of it caused you to kind of even probably make a face. Some of you got masks on, so I couldn't see, but I could see the mask kind of just go, ugh, that was nasty. A dog licking up what it threw up. But, but, but may I suggest that, that what caused you to make the face wasn't the worst part. But what, what caused you to make the face, may, may I say, I'll even go further and say, I think you missed it. The, the worst part and, and what you missed and what was really wrong with the scenario is that most likely what caused the dog to be sick was in what he threw up. When he got rid of the vomit, watch this, he was free of the problem. Now, 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 may I just go ahead and suggest that some of you in here have absolutely, and I mean absolutely, no right to shake your head at the dog. Had, had, had no right to make that uh, face at the dog licking the vomit back up because truth being told, some of you are vomit lickers too. Mm -hmm. Got quiet in here. Well, what, well, what, 
mean, Pastor? Uh, uh, some, some of you. Uh, and what I mean is, uh, uh, over the course of your life, some of you have come in contact with some things, and especially some people, especially some people that cause you to operate sickly. And, and, and once they either, watch this, watch this, once they either got tired of using you, or had realized that they had gotten you sick to the point that, that you had nothing else left to give, or, or you finally, finally came to your senses and realized it was them that had you in critical condition. And, and when you realized this, you vomited them out of your life system. And, and once you got them out of your system, you, you know how it is after you, you ain't sick no more. You know how it is after infection has left your body. You know how it is once you got everything that is not supposed to be in you, out of you, you begin to get your color back. Huh? You, you begin to get your appetite back. And I don't know about nobody else, but after I've been sick, I don't want to eat foul. I want everything that I'm putting in me to be what I need. You understand what I'm saying? So, 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 so you get this color back and you get your appetite back, watch this, and you begin to get your strength back and you begin to operate as the you that you were created to be. But then, but then, but then, friends have had to counsel on you for whatever reason and, and watch this, your flesh was in overdrive. And, 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 and you, done, you done had a sip or two, or, you know, of the Patron and, and, and now you want to blame it on the <laughs> And even though your mind is telling you no, your body, your body is telling you yes. And the next thing you know, you find yourself licking up, licking up your vomit. Watch this. Willingly becoming reacclimated with that one thing that at one time had you so sick. Can I just get some people in here to be real with me today and just confess to your neighbor, neighbor, I, I, I have licked up. I know that some of you came out the womb speaking in tongues, but, but if I could just get the real people to talk to me in here today, could you just tell your neighbor, neighbor, I don't need you to judge me, but I've been guilty, watch this, of licking up what I threw and found myself sick all over, all over. Wisdom if used correctly, I need you to get this, wisdom, if used correctly, will operate as your spiritual bulletproof vest. And in fact, I love what it says in Proverbs 4, verses 6 and 7, uh, uh, and I have to say it in the, I'll say it in the New Living Translation, it reads like this. Don't, so if you want to write these scriptures down so that you can look at them later, it's Proverbs uh, uh, chapter 4, verses 6 through 7, and it says, don't turn your back on wisdom. For she will protect you. Love her, watch this, and she will guard you. Getting wisdom is the wisest thing you can do. And whatever else you do, develop good judgment. Now, can I just go ahead and say this? Anytime you turn your back on wisdom, you will have problems. 
And, 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 and it's one thing to, to, to just have problems, Lord have mercy. But, but, but it's a whole other thing to have to deal with problems and, and hells and trials and tribulations because you turned your back on. You know, you, you, you were warned. You, you knew better, but you did you anyway. Can I say that again? You, you were warned and you knew better, but you did you anyway. Lord, have mercy. Can, I just, can I just put the church up on, on some spiritual game and I promise I'm saved? Uh, but but, but any time, watch this, any time you know better, but you act as if you don't, Because when I'm operating maturely, childish folk can't control me. When I'm operating maturely, can't nobody talk me into something that I shouldn't be talked into. You understand? Because I've matured from that place in that part of my life. In fact, the Apostle Paul said it like this in 1 Corinthians 13 and 11. When I was a child, I spoke as a child, I understood as a child, I thought as a child. But when I became a man, I put away childish things. And one of the biggest problems in the 21st century westernized church is that we are grown in age but not in spirit and as a oh lord we are grown in age but not in spirit and as a consequence we keep taking loss after loss causing loss loss after loss in the lives of others because of our refusal to put away childish things can i just go ahead and tell somebody you here some of, some of y'all boo Well, 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 what you what you've been what you've been chasing for the last couple of months is childish, and, and some of you are trying to figure out. You know, I asked God, but, but see, He says He says when you ask, don't ask amiss. Don't don't ask me for something that's gonna come back to haunt you. I love you too much for that. And, and so and so since we have a wrong uh, 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 perception of God, because you know we've been taught over the years that He's our genie in the bottle. He's our 24-7 Santa Claus. And so when I ask for it all to be able to get it. <laughs> and so now we got a problem with God because he's blessing everybody else, but he ain't blessing me. And the reason that he's blessing everybody else is because everybody else know what to ask for. <laughs> and one of the greatest tricks Satan plays on the people of God, especially the babes in Christ, is that he don't love me like he loves everybody else. But the reality is, he loves everybody the same. He, in fact, the Bible says that he is no respecter of men, but the other people know what to ask for. You ask for what your flesh wants. So, 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 so get this, because God will allow you the ability to vomit up that which is killing you, but because what is killing you makes killing you feel all right, you return to your place of deliverance and lick back up what you were delivered from. Have you, have you, have you ever enjoyed your slow death? Oh, let, let me make it plain. Have, have, have you ever enjoyed that which you knew was not good for you, but it felt so good? I remember, I don't know the name of the group, it was a rock band back in the 80s that said, but it hurt. You ever, you ever, you ever uh, uh, just 
know that it's, it's, it's every issue in your life, but, but because it feels good, you can't let it go. May I suggest that, that, that many of our problems is that we're more concerned with feeling good than being right. Half of the hell that we go through is connected to our desire to feel. And so, and so what happens is, because, 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 and, 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 and you get delivered from it. Can, can I just get some real people? Were you, when you got delivered from it, and then you begin to remember, you, well, it wasn't all so bad. Huh? I mean, when he wasn't putting his hands on me, I mean, we did have some good time. You know, when she wasn't taking all the money and shopping, you know, we did get along. It, was, it wasn't all so bad. That's why they would, when, when you begin to be delivered or you begin to vomit these issues and isms out of your life, the Bible tells you to replace those voids, my God, to replace those voids with God. Because if not, that thing going to come back seven times, seven times strong, seven times worse. You, you ever been delivered from something, went back to that place of deliverance and got it back? Watch this. Uh, let me go ahead and bless you. So, so, some of you come down here and get prayer, get on the altar, put your hell all over the altar. But before you leave, you don't even come down. You, it's so connected to you and you're so connected to it. It's like a, it's got a magnum. It's got a, it's got a magnet type uh, a situation going on with you. And you just, before you leave. What you mean, Pastor? So, 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 so even though you got delivered of the cat that's waiting at home but won't come to church with you, but will come, but can't wait for you to get home and cook. You understand what I'm saying to you? The ones that you, while you slave and work a job, they play Nintendo and PlayStation and don't do nothing to, 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 to add to the, to the bills. And you understand what I'm saying to you? But before you leave, you... The, 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 one, the one that calls you out your name and makes you feel about that big and, 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 and dogs you out. And, and, and you know, and, you know and, but before you leave... You know, you know the friends that, that you really you really know ain't for you, but because you thirsty, you 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 keep them on as friends. And but but now you've got delivered from them at the altar. But before you leave, licking up the bottle. Yeah. Let me just tell. That's why when you begin to become new, you know, uh, uh, he becomes a Christ of a new creation, old things have passed away, behold, all things will become new. And this is why some of the people in your life don't appreciate your new, because your new comes with a discipline. Watch this. I mean, it comes with a wisdom, and that wisdom births a discipline, and now you're no longer usable because the discipline 
careful of people in your life that ain't celebrating you because you're getting yourself together. It's something to be said about the one that, 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 you know, they'll go, they went to the club with you. They, they went to the strip club with you. They, you understand what I'm saying? They went to the weed house with you. They, they went, you understand what I'm saying? They, they, they went all the other places with you. But when it comes to, now, you done, you, now you're becoming new, but they won't come to church with you. Hold on, hold on, hold on. What you mean? You, you'll follow me to the depths of hell, but you won't, you won't follow me to the house of deliverance. So be, be careful. Be careful when people, you can see that when you begin to talk about the goodness of the Lord and how he is shifting and changing, because I'm going to just let you change, change your things. And you better be watchful. You better be paying attention to the folk that, that, that every time you begin to want to talk about Jesus and talk about God, they, <sighs> what does Christ have to do with Malau? What does light have to do with darkness? Come out from that which is not clean, and I shall receive you as sons and daughters. And can I tell you, some of you are not getting the blessing that God has for you because you are disobedient and have yet to come out from those that are not clean. And as long as you can, oh Lord, as long as you decide to stick with the dirty, you can't have the clean, and as long as you can't have the clean, you can't have the blessing, and as long as you can't have the blessing, you ain't a son or a daughter, and if you ain't a son or a daughter, that means that you ain't got God, but what you do got is that one thing that's been holding you back for years. Some of you are right now just going, you see them unclean people in your life. But what is it about your Holy Ghost that you don't have the confidence to walk away from that which God says to walk away from? What is up with your faith game that you won't let go what you know you're supposed to let go of so that you can have more of him? And what do you do when what God gives you, you don't want? Wisdom breeds discipline. Solomon put it like this in Proverbs 12, and I'll read it from the new, uh, the, the, the NIV version. He said, whoever loves discipline loves knowledge, but whoever hates correction is stupid. Now, now, now watch this, I, because if, if they call you ignorant, don't get upset, because ignorance can be remedied with knowledge. But when you're stupid. For whom the Lord loves, he chastens, and 
is every son whom he receives. If you endure the chastening, God deals with you as with sons. For what son is there whom a father does not chasten? But if you are without chastening, of which we are all have become partakers, then you are illegitimate and are not sons. Let me stop right there. Some of you are trying to figure out why you are not walking in the power of God, though you come to church. You are not walking in the power of God, though you give your money. You are not walking in the power of God, though you got a title. And the reality is, is because you have not submitted yourself as a son and partaken, allowed yourself to be trained by his chastening, by his checking, by his getting you together. You understand what I'm saying to you? And until you, watch this, until you are able to be chastened, watch this, you can't be trusted with more. Until you can take being checked, you can't be trusted with me. Until we can get what's wrong in you out of you, you can't be trusted with more. And some of you are trying to figure out, I, I work harder than everybody at the company. And you, you want to say, I show up before anybody else. I leave later than everybody else. But I'm still not being blessed like I ought to be. And God said, if I gave you more... And let me just tell you something. Anything that you have ever received in your life and it ended up cursing your life was because that's what you went and got, not what God gave you. God will never give you anything that is going to harm you. That explains why the relationship didn't work out. Oh, God. That, 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 that explains why you didn't get the promotion because if you'd have got the promotion, it would took you away from church. You understand what I'm saying to you? So, so whatever you went and got, and it ended up cursing you, you went and got that that was not given to you by God. Oh, Satan tricked me. No, Satan didn't. He was reaching. Satan ain't done all of that. So some, some of us have to understand it's a flesh thing. But we, 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 we quit to say Satan because watch this. If we just say Satan, So, so I'll put it on something. Watch this. I'll put it on something so everybody ain't listening to me. But can I go ahead and bless you today? If you can't fast, Satan ain't fooling with you. <laughs> if you ain't got a devotional life, Satan ain't fooling with you. If you don't spend time in the presence of the Lord, Satan is not dealing with you. Satan only comes after folks that he's got to be concerned about. And if you can't turn a prayer over three days, he ain't got to be concerned. If you can't keep your legs closed, oh God. If you can't keep your pants up, he, he's got, he don't have to be concerned about you because he's Remember when I told you the story about the uh, screw, screw tape letters, uh, uh, screw tape letters, and, 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 and how it goes in this book uh, by C.S. Lewis? He writes this, this, this book called the Screw Tape Letters, and, and what it is is that the, this, this demon that is uh, he is a high-ranking demon, and he is training another demon to how to become a good demon. You understand what I'm saying to you? And so, and so the demon is getting ready to get in trouble because what the guy that he's been, he, come here, Kevin. Let me show you how it works. So, so Kevin's been trying to get closer to the Lord. Watch this. Don't just walk around with it. And so, so now, but, but, but this demon that's in training, this is his, uh, uh, his training ground. And so, so now he's around Kevin all the time, and he's just causing hell and high water in Kevin's life. And Kevin don't really know what's going on. He 
it says this in the letter. They said, it said the demon, the high-ranking demon that was training the demon, that was training Kevin, or that was after Kevin, he said, now you know you're in trouble because you let him go to church. Watch this. You ready for this? He said, but you ain't going to be in that much trouble because we actually wanted him to go to church. Because it'll be the only strength that he went to church, watch this, that he'll leave God alone. Did you know what I said? The, the demon said, it'll be on the strength that he went to church that he'll leave God alone. Did you know why people won't show up to church no more? Because they went to church. They was connected to people in church. And now they don't fool. Watch this. And so they thought they was cutting off the church, but they, in actuality, cut off God. Yeah, he said, he said, he said, we, we don't get you because we want you to get to the point where you don't let them go to church. Like, we, we can just skip that part of it, you dig? But don't trip when they do go to church because we're banking that church will handle business for us. How's that happen when, when, when new people come to church, but the church people have been there gossip? How, 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 how do we turn them away from church when, 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 when she's fresh off after strip club because it's, it's, it's church or slit her wrist because she can't take being touched and fondled and, and disrespected anymore? And it's church, it's church right now from the strip house to the church or from the strip club to suicide. And she comes church and the dirt is this high and and, and young nobody said I wonder what hell she's going through that ran her in here without thinking about what she has on nobody said that nobody was righteous nobody was spiritual but what we was was spiritually spooky and we begin to say I can't believe she came in here with that stuff on and that's how we run them away from the church but you don't remember when you had that skirt on Verse number, verse number, verse number. Uh, he says, and eight, he says, but if you are without chastening, of which we are, have all become partakers, then you are illegitimate and not sons. Look at this, verse number nine. Furthermore, we have had human fathers who corrected us, and we pay them respect. Shall we not much more readily be in subjection to the Father of spirits and live? Excuse me. For they indeed, for they indeed, for a few days chastened us as seemed best to them. But he, for our profit, that we might be partakers of his holiness. Get this, verse number 11. Now, no chastening seems to be joyful for the present, but painful. Nevertheless, afterward, it yields a peaceable fruit of righteousness to those who have been trained by it. See, 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 uh, 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 God's not some power-struck bipolar cat that just decides every now and then, I'm going to cause you a little Anytime that he chastens you, anytime that he checks you, anytime that he has to take a look at you, watch this, it's because of something you've done. And the checking, the checking, the chastening, the getting with you is, is not because he don't love you, but in all reality, it's because he does love you. See, see, I tell people this all the time to don't whoop their kids. You ain't doing your kids no favor. And, and the reality is, your ki- you know, my children love me the most after I spank them. Do you remember when you spanked your kids? And then you you And then about 45 minutes later, they come out, and they're all in your lap, and they love you, and they kiss you, and they don't let you go. They don't forget about it. Because the reality is, something on the inside of them says, you did that because I was wrong, and you did that because you love me. Spare the rod, you spoil the child. It ain't talking about spoil them. You're going to take them to the Galvin's. You're going to take them to Getty Land. Spoil the child. It's like hamburger. They go bad. You can't eat it. It's void of its use. And we got too many Christians 
21st century Christians that are void of their youth because they're spoiled. Now, I'm not a learned man, but uh, if you see something spoiled, if you know the milk is spoiled, but the milk is in the cornbread, are you going to eat the cornbread? Because if the milk is in the cornbread, it's made the cornbread what? How many of you, how many of you loved your pastor because he checked you? You was down with your pastor because he said something about you. I, you get a pastor, get a pastor. That's right, you preach pastor, you better tell him. You, you the pastor. I know that's right, pastor. I know that's right. High five your neighbor. I'm going to high five the pastor. And then, and then he say something to you in the office because you foul. And you know what? You know what? He ain't going to be talking to me all crazy. I'm out of here. I ain't got to put up with you. Huh? Now all of a sudden he ain't so holy. Now all of a sudden he ain't the man of God. Maybe this ain't the church for me. Because I want to go to the church where, well, I said, well, I can talk about the club, though my, my pastor's on Facebook with me. And he won't say that. Wish you would tell me you've been I dare you get on your page and tell me you was at the club. I'm all in your business and I ain't doing it in your inbox because you didn't make it private, so I'm going to deal with you publicly. I find it to be a disrespect that you step out with your man of God on social media and, and, and talk about your sin openly and he don't say nothing, that's not your pastor, that's your pimp. He's just concerned with what you've got for him, but he's not concerned with where your soul is headed. And you know what? That makes it hard for real pastors. Why? Because they're used to dealing with pastors that let them get away with whatever. You trying to control me. I'm not trying to control you. I'm trying to get you out of hell. You all in my business. And if you're from the old church, do I got anybody from the old church? When the old church used to pop up at your crib, you understand what I'm saying? The old church would just would you mess up. Watch this. You knew you was in trouble because, first of all, you had to sing a solo. And that, you didn't see that one coming. And then after that, you was in the office, and the pastor was giving you the business, and he was giving you the business. Not because he didn't have a light or he didn't have anything to do, but because it was his job. But what we have done in this 21st century thing called church, we have minimized the pastor's right to be your pastor. Because you want a buddy. You don't want a pastor. You want a partner, you don't want a pastor. You want somebody you can joke with on social media, but you don't want nobody who's going to check you when you foul. Wish you would. Wish you would let me see you have been to the you, you better block me on that one. And people got smart, too. I didn't know. See, they were talking tough. And everybody's like, pastor? No, no. And then I found out you could block me. Everybody else could see it, but I couldn't. So I started getting other names on Facebook. And I got a life. And I got kids, and I got a dope wife, and I got, you know, but I, I got stuff to do. But I love you, so I can't let you get away with that. See, see we have too many pastors without the pastor part, so that's not a pastor at all. 
with divine discipline, remember that God is treating you as his own children. Whoever heard of a child who is never disciplined by his father, by his father? If God doesn't discipline you as he does all his children, it means that you are illegitimate and you are not really his children at all. Since we respected our earthly fathers who disciplined us, shouldn't we submit even more to the discipline of the father of our spirit and live forever? What, what do you mean by that? So, so in other words, when, you're, when, you're, when, when this old body got to be, you, you, still, you still are alive because you are alive in Christ, which means that there is, there is something after this. So get this, watch this. this is verse number 10. For our earthly fathers disciplined us uh, for a few years, doing the best they knew how. But God's discipline is always good for us so that we might share in his holiness. No discipline is enjoyable uh, while it is happening. It's painful, but afterward, there will be a peaceable harvest of right living for those who are trained in this way. You, you know why? You know why every week we find out and we hear more and more that the next is turning to the OK Corral, the wild, wild west? Because ain't no chastening. And there is no acceptance of discipline, thus there is no peace. He says, he says that if you accept the chastening, because you can say, I ain't got to take this. The world is full of people who say, I ain't got to take this. Watch this. Have you ever had a talk with God when you was talking tough? See, you, 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 you ever realize that, that, that you know, you, I remember one day saying this, I was in prison, and I was saying, I, and everything was coming against me, and I said, if you don't want me, just let me know. There's a world that will accept me. And the Holy Spirit said, I'm not moved by emotion. Get yourself together. I'm not moved by emotion. See, 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 it kills me how we hard in the streets. Come in church, get soft when somebody says something you don't like. I promise I always want to say, if that ain't Jesus, hang it up. Like in the movie, but I, see, I didn't hear it. I, I, but I had it right there, but I was going to do it. But anyway, <laughs> pray for me. So, 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 so you know why we got all this murder in the land? There ain't no peace. There's been chastening. People are saying, chill out. This ain't going to end well for you. Get it together. You, come on, let's pray. People, people have chastened folks, but they didn't receive it. So thus, no peace. Murdering there's been There's been chastening, but there's been no acceptance of the chastening. And so, as a consequence, there is no peace. So we, we got a whole bunch of single mothers. See, because, because, because war isn't just guns and violence. Sometimes war is... Make a baby, but don't take care of the baby with you. That's war. That's a spiritual. That is a that is, that is a demonic device set up against not just the woman, but the child. The truth be told, him too. You see, 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 y'all keep looking for war to be to be you know and and, and all that, but 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 war sometimes. Lord have mercy. War sometimes. Is War sometimes is when mama got a new man every six months. That's war. That, that's, that, that's, that's, that's having your child grow up in trauma. So now all of a sudden, so watch this. So Satan's already got a, a foothold. He's already got a hand on him already, on her already. And so we're trying to figure out why they ain't living and twerking. Because you're 35 and twerking. 
correct the preacher, but you train them wrong. And then when you lose control of them, you bring them back to the preacher that you spent most of their life talking bad about. And, and, and the preacher was supposed to have power, but when you couldn't handle it, that spiritual, that spiritual, you know, was able to walk in and say, come on, let's get it together. And the child respected the man or woman of God and, and, and was able to help the household, but because the household keeps his mouth on the pastor, the pastor has no power with the children. So he can't stop the child from going to prison. He can just show up to court and try to get him out of prison. See, 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 the problem in the 21st century church is there's too many illegitimate children. Can, can, I, can I be, can, oh, I ain't going to say, ooh, I'm fighting, I'm fighting, they're going to say he ain't saved, he ain't saved. If we got too many bastard children. And, and, and can I say this? After you leave mama and daddy's house, it's no longer on them. You, 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 you might have been a bastard dude as their negligence while you were growing up, but now you want on the strength of you. Because you, you're going into houses where you're hearing the truth. And when you hear the truth, you're forced to make it. all the same way because I'll beat y'all because you're coming the same way. So come give me that time. Oh, oh. No, no. Now I want you to, no, no, hold on. I want you to watch. Remember in the NIV it said, whoever turns their back on wisdom is foolish. So, hold on, y'all. I'm trying to be foolish. Y'all over me. This, now, though they 
who are you? What do you what do you represent? I'll be what? Child support. Just how you know he ain't had no child support, because once you have child support, you don't never forget about child support. Sometimes I wake up, I ain't paid child support years, but sometimes I just wake up and I do child support. <laughs> what they say on the, on the pace of family care. We ain't no family. Y'all don't care about me. <laughs> child support. What did you tell us? Huh? Sell body for drugs. What do you? Huh? You'll go to prison. What do you? Now, I want you to verbalize what you are. Okay? Go. And then eventually, keep on. Be like luggage. Ten years later, you. Don't Don't hate. 
Now, let me ask you something. You think God don't take it personal? It ain't cool to lie outside the church, outside the building that houses the church. But you know you were special kind of jacked up when you sit back and come in here and be like, oh, I'm cool. When you can lie in the place where we ain't talking about nothing but God. Do you know what that means? That means that you are not fearful of what you should be fearful of. Because if you come to the point in your life where, where I'll even lie in the house, in the building that houses the church. That's such a kind of boldness right there. So, so when I say something like, are you saved? And you say, yeah, I'm saved. But I'm so, so, so are you saved as the Bible says? And when I say, I when I say, uh, is there anyone that needs to rededicate, would like to rededicate their life? And I say, like to, so watch, there's a problem with that. Because I say, would you like to rededicate your life? And you sat there knowing that you need to, but I said, would you like to? So evidently you don't like to, so that means that you like where you are. And churches all over the world are filled with people who like where they are, and where they are are nowhere near Jesus. With your lips, you worship him. But your heart, your heart is far from him. So if there's anybody in the building today that desires to be saved, we offer you dedication to If there's anybody in the building today that says, you know what, I, 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 I had a relationship with God, and, and I got to tripping, and, and I'm not where I should be, and today's the day that I need to rededicate my life to God, we offer you the invitation to come on down. Don't you be, don't you be ashamed.
I've gotten to the point where I don't even like asking people to come down for prayer because what I've learned by watching folks is that you don't even need it. You just want to come. It's like it's like having me do counseling sessions, but you don't care. You really don't want you don't want counseling. You just, you just want my time. I told my wife, I said, I'm going to stop that. She said, I said, I said I'm going to stop doing all these counseling sessions with people that ain't seeing no fruit. She said, How? I said, Because I'm going to start charging. You don't do it with the people with the plaques on the wall. When they're building your insurance and hitting your wallet, let me, let, let, me, let me put a $25 copay on it. I bet, I bet my counseling day is free up. And I don't mind counseling, I just need fruit. You understand? In other words, I don't want to be doing this just to be doing it, but you're not getting better. I love you too much for that. Now, so I'm going to ask you, if you want some prayer, here, but don't you come down here if you ain't gonna change. Don't you come down here if you know you ain't gonna change. See, because if you can stop playing games today, you might come down here next week and win. But somewhere we gotta get to the point where we go, I'm not gonna play a game today. How many of you have been guilty of this? Because I used to do it. You call the altar call, you just, it was your part. You just, I couldn't wait to be called. But you have been conditioned to know that's your part. The praise team sings, the deacon prays, you understand what that is? The ushers take the offering, and I show up that altar call. That's my part. Don't mean nothing, but it's what I do. Counsel that ain't seen nothing. So when you come down here for this prayer, wanting to do right, stop playing games. Stop wasting my time. I'll be hungry by about this time of the service. Don't, don't play with me. You, you, you ain't sitting by prayer. Don't be coming down here. Because you want to find some other way to be seen. You're playing a game 